Welcome to The Cooldown, a Bailiwick Express podcast where we meet the people making the sports headlines. Hello, I'm Nick Mann, and this is the second part of our rugby special. This week I talked to Guernsey Raiders ladies lead coach Steve Evans about how the side have developed through the first half of the season as they hunt for their first win. And if it leaves you hungry for more, there's a chance coming up on Sunday the 21st of January to give women's rugby a go. More details on that are in the show notes. Okay, Steve, th- thanks for joining me today for, for this latest no podcast. We're, we're sitting halfway through the season now. Um, what are your f- first thoughts on how it's gone so far? Um, I think from a results point of view, the season could have gone better. You know, we we got off, we drew last weekend, um, which is the first game, first league game we haven't lost. But I think from a development point of view, the team has come on in leaps and bounds and we started off the season with a significant number of senior players out from injury. So we had to throw our inexperienced and younger players in and we're having those older players, more experienced players come back from injury. The good thing about having to throw our youngsters and inexperienced players in at the beginning of the season is they're now, they're still young, but they've got that much more experience and you can see the difference in the team and, and the level that we're playing at things are starting to click and I'm really looking forward to the new year you know in in some ways it was disappointing that we haven't got a game this weekend because the last three games we've played top of the league second in the league and I can't remember if the, the team we drew with was third or fourth but our performances have come on in leaps and bounds and we're actually pushing even though we're at the bottom we're pushing those teams at the top of the league and making them work hard for their wins and, and to get a draw against you know third position team was it doesn't sound like much but when you think about where the teams come from it, it was a massive thing for the ladies not to lose and the performance was you know certainly the best performance I've seen in the last 18 months this season or last season and it's as a coach and and I know that anybody who, who knows me knows how insanely competitive I am I don't like losing tiddlywinks let alone a game of rugby but I think I've had to accept that this this is a development season, and to see whether whether where the team is now compared to where where it was, you know, in pre season, is just amazing. And I am so so proud of the hard work that that, that the ladies have, have put in over the course of the season and stuck at it despite some heavy heavy defeats. And it's just really nice to see. I'm really proud of them all. I know that sounds trite and and cheesy to say, but um they don't believe me when I tell them so this is an opportunity to say well done ladies I am really really proud of you and I know the rest of the coaching team are too. If we go go back a bit earlier in the season when, when you're suffering those those heavy defeats you look at Horsham that's 94-0 yeah. scoreline um, what is your message to the players after those games? I think that the 94 you know I, to be fair that could quite easily be 150 if 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 they'd given up, there is absolutely no doubt. It, you know, ninety four is an awful result. There's no doubt about it. We were well beaten on that day, um, but I think the fact that we had a team out on that day, I think we had sixteen or seventeen players unavailable. We travelled with sixteen players. We had an injury in the warm up, so we went on the pitch with fifteen. But just to get a squad out was an achievement. And then again. We were beaten by a better team, but I think that the way the ladies stuck at it, they fought and they made they made the opposition fight 
for every try and it's again you know it's hard to believe with it with a result in the 90s but we did they worked hard throughout the game no one gave up uh, and I think that was you know it, it reflects well on on the team spirit and the ethos and the team and you know we haven't had we haven't had a win this season but they've stuck at it and every performance has been better than the last so I think that's you know it'll stand them in good stead for the second half of the season. And there are any particular areas of the game where you're seeing the development? Oh, absolutely. I think, you know, our defence has come on leaps and bounds. Our tackling, sort of, you know, basics. Tackling um, has got significantly better. The way we handle a breakdown has got significantly better. And I think a lot of that is just developing that trust in, in the people around you. So you know that the person to your left and the person to your right are going to make that tackle. That if, you, if you're tackled, you know that your teammates are going to be there in the breakdown. And that gives you the confidence to play and not be hesitant. And I think that's what we've seen over the course of the season is that is developing. And, and the units, you know, we're our front row. So, you know, integral part of the team. We've chopped and changed. I, I, I still, I don't think we've had the same 15 players starting. And that makes it really difficult. But we're starting to build those combinations, 9 and 10, 12 and 13 in the centres, the, the back three, all developing an understanding of, of what their teammates are capable of. And you develop that trust. And that takes a long time to develop. And, and where we are now, compared to where we're in, in September, is, you know, it, it's, it's really nice to see as a coach that, that the team has developed. And... Okay, like I said, insanely competitive, would like to be winning every game. But I think as a coach, what you want to see is your team develop. And I've been really, really pleased with the way the team has developed over, over the course of this season. And I'll be really, really disappointed. And, and the ladies know that, that if they don't continue to develop over the, the rest of the course of the season, then, you know, we'll have done something wrong. Do you have targets in mind for what you want to yeah, see? Yeah, you know, I, I think the, the, the target has to be... A, I, the, the obvious target is a win um, and then get a win build on that and I think that was part of the problem last week where we're not used to winning and towards the end of the game I think not panic sort of just there, there, there was a lot of pressure then to get the win and, and I think if once we've got the one win and that's done and dusted then we can we can build from there and I think the obvious um the obvious target has to be to stay in this league uh, and you know I, I, we've we've recognized that, that that that's going to be a big target I think we're too good for for the league below uh, and and I think that would I don't think that would do the long-term development of the team any good at all really because I think we'd be we'd be consistently winning we are in it there is no doubt the league this season the standard is climbing every year so we're we're at the same level from a league point of view as we were last season and the season before, but the standard has gone up and we've moved geographically. So we've got new teams in the league. So I think what they decide is, oh, Guernsey are going to be trapped flying into Gatwick anyway. It doesn't matter whether they go east or west out of Gatwick. So we tend to move geographical leagues, even though we stay at the same standard. So we've got two or three teams, I think, that we've played before newer teams and and you know with the team that came down from the championship um the, the league above you know we played them two three weeks ago and they were challenging there obviously you know at a higher level than we were but we pushed them for 30 minutes of the game 
and I think that's what we need to build on is to be able to push these teams for the whole 80 minutes and our performance at the weekend we put an 80 minute performance in you know coaches coaches cliche isn't it we were unlucky um, we there were a couple of opportunities that we could have taken that we didn't both early on in the game and, and later on we defended well and, and I think it's just a matter of time before we get a win really and how difficult is it to prepare for these games against opposition that you might not be familiar with and and added to that given that we've had the first sort of half of the season does that help um, I think it does we're, we're lucky enough to have something called a VO cam which we can you know it automatically tracks the ball so we're building up a, a video um, library if you like of teams that we played against before um, we're lucky in that Steve Melbourne who a rugby development officer who is part of the coaching team knows a lot of you know as a massive rugby history and knows a lot of these teams and keeps abreast of, of the way that they play um, and, and we are getting to know the teams and you know Heathfield and Waldron we've actually been in the same division as them I think for three out of the last four seasons and we've had some some really close games and I, I think it's about a 50-50 split of, of wins and losses so to get a draw to be fair I think they came expecting to beat us and to beat us well you could see their frustration building on the pitch and certainly after the game their coaches were immensely frustrated so I think we are getting to know the league and I think yeah is it nice to know whether you know a team is going to play a wide expansive game or they're going to play a forwards dominated game yeah it is but we need to con concentrate on our own game and we've got a game plan we know the type of rugby that we want to play and we're getting there so I you know you can spend too much time focusing on the opposition and I think if you if you've got a decent defensive system and we're building on that and, and then we can go out and concentrate on our own game and if if you know the, the wins will come sometimes you no matter how good you are the there's going to be a better team out there and you're going to lose but if we focus on our own game defend well and then take our opportunities then then, then I think at, at this level that that's the best you can expect really you know we don't have a, a bank of, of analysts and we don't have you know all week to prep we have two set two training sessions a week and um the coaching team do it for for love rather than anything else and have proper jobs although it does seem like coaching is is another full-time job at times um so we just have to focus on our own team and, and go from there and come up with a plan and and try and execute it and then deal with stuff on the day you, you touched on it a bit earlier in terms of the strength and depth of the side and the number of players that you have available to you how does this compare to with, say, where the game was a few years ago to where we are now, and where would you like that to oh, go? Oh, the, you know, the, the ladies' game internationally is growing massively. And I think, you know, the, the ladies' game in Guernsey is, is, has developed enormously, certainly over the, the four or five years that I've been involved. And you can see that at academy level with the number of girls playing from, you know, playing mixed rugby with the boys at primary school level. And then once they separate out... You know, at um, under 12s, under 14s, and under 16s, and then the under 18s are trying with the senior ladies. The, the numbers coming through, and we're we're constantly having new players come. Um, so I think if if everybody turned up training 
we probably have 35. We're consistently getting numbers in the, in the low 20s, you know, and that allows for family, work, injury commitments. Um, and like I said, you know, we're, we're, we had 11 players unavailable at the weekend. We still got a 22-player squad. Um, and, and that is really good. And where, where would I like ladies rugby to be? You know, a second team would be amazing. Um, you'd probably need a squad of in the low 40s to run consistently two teams when, when you're talking about injuries. That would be absolutely amazing. Would I like to see more rugby played in schools so that my success is in five or ten years' time? Absolutely. Um, and I think, you know, we need to push push our players to challenge them. So I think if you're looking at goals for ladies' rugby, are we going to get individuals playing for county um, or moving on to centres of excellence in the mainland? You know, we've got one player playing for county this year, Evie. Um, Evie Coyd, who's had, had a couple of runouts for for Hampshire, um, we've had players go and play for you know play at Union. They've come back to the island. So there's the individuals. Then there's team development. Are we in the right league? Would I like to be playing at a higher league? If we've got you know if we can raise our standards, then yes, I'd like to see us challenging for playing in in the championship, and and developing the sport on the island. You know schools people turning up for a, for a social team and then being, you know, part of professional with a small P setup, you know, and I, and I think it's really important that I, I, I think the ethos within the ladies team on the island is there's a real community and sort of there's a lot of support and it's not just about playing rugby on a Saturday. There, there's a social element to it too and, you know, we, we were talking before the podcast started about the Inner Warrior Camp to try and encourage people to come and try it on the 21st of January. Uh, and I take every opportunity I can to say to players, to, to say to people, look, if you've never tried rugby before and you think it's not for you, the number of players we've got have said, oh God, I thought it was way too rough. And they come, they give it a go, they have their first attempt at contact and they look and say, wow, why haven't I been playing this? You know, I, I'm... I think anybody that knows me I'm, I'm, it knows how much I love rugby and I think if you haven't given it a try then I think you need to come because it is an amazing sport and it's an amazing team ethos and it builds it, it just builds people rather than players and I think if, if you've got a, a daughter and make a pitch for the, for the ladies game here, if you've got a daughter and you don't know what to do with them and you want them to be involved in sport then I can't recommend rugby enough and I'd say exactly the same if you have sons. You know, the rugby on the island is an amazing setup. Get them down to the academy on a Sunday, or if they're over 18, get them involved in, in rugby on the island. It is an amazing sport, and you make friends for life. And no matter where you go in the world, you will find a rugby club, and it is a rarely ready-made social circle. And it's not like football. Um, I think football is very tribal about which team you support whereas in rugby I think it's more about if you if you walk into a bar and you get talking about rugby it's not which rugby team do you support it's what position you play and you're accepted and you know I'm a, a, a absolutely fanatic about the Ospreys one of the Welsh regional teams and 
you are way deep into the conversation. You've got to come up against another proper rugby nerd before you start talking about the teams or the league that you support. And it's always positional and what clubs have you played for yourself and you will always find someone in common. And it's so it's not that tribal and it's a ready-made social circle. So I think it's a, it's really good for, for personal development as well as fitness and that camaraderie and the, the, the team ethos. I think on that, I think we've covered a lot of ground. That's a great pitch for the game. Oh, it? absolutely. Look, I, I love this game and I, I could talk forever um, about sort of the, the wider aspects of rugby, the team, coaching. You know, my wife says when my son's home from university and she knows now that for the next three or four weeks, it's going to be rugby. Any opportunity we get to watch it, any opportunity we get to chat about it. Um, and she jokingly says, you know, there's a, there's a little plaque hanging on our back door. This marriage is suspended for the rugby season. Well, yeah. <laughs> she knew what she was getting into when she married me 30 years ago. It's brilliant. Thank, thanks a lot for your time. Uh, no problem. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. That was the call down. Thanks again for listening. Please like and subscribe for more. You can find all our sports news on gsy.bailiwickexpress.com and on all our social channels. Sign up to our daily email to keep up to date on all the work the Express team does.